0: Trey in the streets. I'm back. <laughs> for the very first time.
1: <laughs> I'm back. Can you hear me okay?
0: I can hear you fine.
1: All and right. Let's try this again.
0: We are having some technical difficulties and I'm just waiting for, for Possum to hop in whenever he can. Hopefully sooner than later. because We've been having our... This app is a little... I'm not going to talk bad about this. I'm not going to bring that negative. I'm just gonna. I'm just moving with all love and positivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, that's just how I'm moving right now. I'm feeling inspired. I wonder why. I wonder how.
1: I wonder.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder. Could you have been listening to Yeezy?
0: Uh, it is highly, highly possible.
1: You're operating in this space of love. Yes. Spread it. Let's let's dive into it.
0: First and foremost, let's just wish you a happy birthday.
1: Thank you. No, Thank no. you so much. You um, do anything today, special? um not at this time. I okay. am not at thirty-four, but mm-hmm. I am taking my son who was born three days after me on a trip to Atlantis. So that, I guess it's kind of like benefits me too. Like a birthday gift to me
0: too. Um,
1: Yes. So.
0: Hey, there he is. Possum. I'm back. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) We're back. We have some technical difficulties.
1: And Possum, we are uh, spreading love.
2: Oh, all right. All right.
1: We're spreading love, and uh, we were talking about our inspiration of why we need to spread more love in these streets.
0: Spread love, like.
1: And um, uh,
0: I'm feeling like <laughs> the next time refusing this bitch. <laughs>
1: and Mr. Mr. Gray, uh, G to the A, A
0: A B E. I know you just gave all like my whole government, yo, know, like <laughs> that. Did. We doing it, to be coming for your boy because of my my freedom, my free strain of my free stream of thoughts.
3: <laughs> you're right? your
1: free
0: free free thinking. He's a free thinker. He's a free
3: thinker. Free
1: thinker. Yeah. I um <clears throat> was just talking about his inspiration for this love. So, do you want to talk about, you know, how you got this newfound Love and appreciation for three free uh, free thought.
0: <laughs> First and foremost, did the people peep the Charlemagne interview? Yes. Yes.
2: yes. Okay. Okay.
1: I peeped his one hour and forty five minutes and twenty three seconds. Yo, it's eat. a
2: movie. Yo. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it so was, was.
0: forty five minutes short of, of of being an Avenger Infinity War movie. <laughs> <laughs> First. Yeah. And Spoiler. I sat
1: on we my, my patio.
0: <laughs> What'd you say?
1: I sat on my patio mm-hmm. with a cigar you say and my to laptop. My whiskey. And my whiskey. Uh,
0: and <laughs> the birthday whiskey.
1: My birthday whiskey. And I was like, I have to hear this. I have to hear what is because I thought actually I thought they were nemesis. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many times Charlemagne gave kanye and his wife donkey of the day so i thought and i i there was a little bit of tension in previous i don't know at least i detected a little bit of tension in previous interviews yeah so but they, they grew- i was they- yeah i was just like you know what i mean like i i understand that Charlemagne has the breakfast club platform and he's got millions of viewers and you know what i mean like you got to use what you you know emotions aside you have to use your your uh your platforms and reach people and views any way that you can but I thought that he, there would have been a little bit more resistance to going the Charlemagne route um but I did peep the video and I to say the least mm-hmm. I was perplexed and I was in love and I was like fearful and I was like like all these different emotions had came through me watching that because I am a Kanye West fan. Um I think off the bat, like I'm I'm never I've never been a bandwagoner. I don't jump on bandwagons. I don't because someone else says that they hate him or he that like, he's crazy, I never ever do that. I always do like like I don't know why. It's like in my nature, like I go left when everybody's going right. And I'm like, let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Let's hear this guy out. And what I came away with and what, I, what, I've, what I've, you know, in my 15 years of knowing Kanye West and following his career, I know that he has issues with articulation. Like he's, he's full of emotion and full of expression and sometimes things don't come out. Like, what did you just say? Like, are you s- silly? But if you get him not in this revved up mode that he gets in, in this fully emotional and turnt to like the hundred degree, you can kind of make a little bit of sense out of him. So that's why I had so many mixed emotions about it. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a very perplexing, complicated dude. And I honestly, I do think that he will be some version of, this generation's Tupac, I think mm-hmm. I think somebody coming for him, honestly, because he's just trying to spark so much change. And you know what happens when people spark that change? They off him. So I'll give you guys, he, what did you guys think of the interview?
0: Um,
3: you can go first, Gabe, if you'd like. But I just want to touch on that point of when people compare him to Tupac, I I hate that comparison. I think they compare, you know, everyone wants to be this generation's Tupac of I think it's like every <laughs> year we got a new version of pop <laughs> thing. I know, that's like a thing now. It's like, a trend. <laughs> it's, a, it's, like a it's
0: a thing. Tupac it's That's like what people say. It. No, right.
1: but we but think but think Southern about Tupac. just not to interrupt you, but think about like when I say that, I say that tongue in cheek think about like when Tupac died, right? It was just like just another thug, right? There's this 23-year-old dude in the streets, got shot up twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, he didn't recover from, you know, this, this drive-by. So then years later, everybody's going through all these interviews that he did and putting together all kinds of documentaries. All of a sudden, he's like, that dude, like, no. oh, my God. So that I, I say that tongue-in-cheek. I think that if Kanye West was, you know what I mean, whether it be an opioid overdose or somebody took him out, I think years to come, he will be thought of in that manner. Like, wow, listen to what he said in that interview. Because yeah. right now, and everybody's like, oh, man, this nigga crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, he. He wilding, like, he, how could you be for Trump? How could you say this about this? And then when they actually, you know, years and years go by and listen to the the documentaries and the tapes in its entirety, and social media has a a really bad habit of doing this. They show you snippets and clips. And what I want to tell people is don't just go by snippets and clips of stuff. Get the full interview. Listen to the full interview. You know what I mean? Like our attention, our, our yeah, like our attention spans are so short nowadays that so. nobody wants to listen to a full hour and 45 minutes of an interview because they're like, yeah. you know, damn it, I, I got to cook. I'm hungry. I ain't got time for all this. Just give me a snippet. And then you miss important information or you miss like certain things that provide context. So, that's all I was saying about the, the Tupac comparison. I wasn't like, no, I you know what I mean, like rhyming wise.
3: No, I agree. Um, but I wouldn't say Tupac. I remember maybe a couple years ago, and again, I'm also a Kanye West stand where, I mean, Ye is my guy. I've been fighting for Ye. Because <laughs> this ain't the first time. That's why this is right here where I tell everybody, when people are mad about Kanye saying what he said, I'm like, this has always been Kanye. Kanye has never strayed away from his blueprint. This has always been his blueprint, and the narrative has just changed, and now it's finally changed to a point where it affects black people. Like, so when Kanye West said that George Bush didn't like black people, as black Americans, we were like, oh, that shit crazy, but he got a point. When Kanye West jumped on the stage and was like, Taylor, I'm really happy for you, but Beyonce had the greatest album of all time. We go, that nigga crazy, but he got a point. <laughs> when he jumped out on the stage and say you know, let's make America great again. That's what black people are like. Hey, hold, hold up. He crazy. Well, no, he been crazy.
0: It's just no, that, before that. Before that, he remember he said, I'm running for president? Yeah. Like, I think you're like, a nigga crazy. But <laughs> that wouldn't be crazy.
2: <laughs> you might do it. Been,
3: right. Been
0: different.
3: He's always been different. But I always compared Kanye West to the similarities more so to Malcolm X than I would do to a uh, Tupac for these reasons. Like when Malcolm X, First became aware of himself and he was with the Nation of Islam what Malcolm X was doing to the media was similar to what Kanye West does being fearless Malcolm X told the media when John F. Kennedy got assassinated that was the chickens coming home to roost like you told America Uh in in the movie we had Elijah Muhammad say like America loves that man like you can't do that bro you need to be silenced so that's when they silenced Malcolm and I looked at Kanye West having that same fearlessness um but i also think that it changed back in the day people weren't as intelligent as they are now they thought if i kill this guy then his legacy will die with it but that also just makes him a martyr you know what i mean that's why i feel like when people jokingly talk about assassinating trump i say that's the stupidest shit ever Because that would not only propel who he is even higher than when he was you know alive same situation you don't want to kill a kanye you want to discredit a Kanye. You want to make Kanye seem like a fool. You want to make Kanye seem he's crazy. You want to make Kanye be non-believable. And I think that's what they're doing now. They're making a joke out of who he is, to your point, Chinese He's emotional. So when he's emotional, he doesn't articulate himself that well. And you automatically write it off as him being stupid. But if you, like you said, pay attention to the whole entire interview or listen to the whole rant, he's saying some shit. It's just that You know, it's just that like and this is a question that I actually had for you guys this week. It's just that we can't get behind everything that he supports. Like I enjoy and I appreciate people that have a free thinking mentality. You know what I mean? But you can love the way a person thinks and not be in love with the thought, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I love the way a child thinks, but I'm not gonna be like children be reckless (laughs) in some of the shit that they say. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't support that with a kid and say, but like, you know what? I love your fearlessness. I love that you're just able to express yourself how you want to. And I think Kanye has that still as an adult, and it's admiring. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, he's still my guy. He's still my
0: guy.
3: I can't get yeah. jiggy with the Trump shit, but he's still my guy.
1: Um, so yeah, Gabe.
0: So I like. I'm glad we are all in accord <clears throat> with our our fandom for Kanye. I I've loved Kanye since. Before people knew he, were, he was who he was, like I knew of him as the producer. Um, I remember when he got to the accident, reading that in the Source magazine. It was like a little snippet. Um, I remember bumping his college dropout album, um, my my last year in college, and I remember I was so enamored with. That. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm a dropout too. <laughs> Six years later, I was like, I ain't got no damn Kanye money. I need to take my ass back to school. This was some bullshit. He ain't telling me about the struggle. He ain't rich. I'm not. Uh, He's a millionaire, I'm a hundred there, so, but like, you know, kind of like, you know, what, you know, everybody else has said, you know, you know, we supported him throughout the, you know, the crazy moments from, uh, you know, the Hurricane Katrina to the VMAs to, um, uh, remember the rants, people were going crazy, like he was losing people at the shows because like he would just go on these rants and wouldn't play music. And I remember I saw him at our Prudential Center in Newark with my sister, um, and she has gone to tons of shows. She's seen Britney Spears, New Kids on the Block, like, you know, all these elaborate shows. She's seen them in Vegas. She's seen them all, everywhere. And she, I took her to the show, she was like, this is one of the best shows I've ever been to. And like, to me, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> he got hits,
0: but then, like you know, in between those hits, like how he would set you up for that, like it was so dope. And he did go on his rants, and I, and I loved the rants. The crowd loved the rants. It's funny, like how, like the you know, the 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 media paints these these rants as like these negative moments, but like if you feel the energy of that crowd in those moments, like you felt like they were just like no, like you 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 but like you saying some, you're making good points. Um, and that was right before he had um launched the Yeezys, um. You know, he was still on his, like, this was, like, what, 2014, maybe? And fast forward four years, and, like, Adidas, Adidas stock is trading at 135 a share. Nike is trading at $65 a share. Numbers, what, what did Jay-Z say? Men and, men and women lie, but numbers don't. Like,
3: yeah.
0: Adidas is a totally different company now. Like, yeah, people used to rock Adidas because you was into soccer, but, like, now, like, ballers are rocking Adidas. Footballers are rocking Adidas, like. Everybody's rocking Adidas. We're having a She done bowed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <she's in>. Fuck that <laughs> shit. Fuck Adidas. <laughs> damn, oh. But um, my point is, is that um, I've, you know, I've, we've rocked with him from, you know, from all the crazies to all the moments. Even now, um, when he dropped the damn poopity scoop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back, Trainee tra- tra- I don't know what <laughs> been you know they, life. life they listen they, <laughs> they listen they say got a, <laughs> plug the mic. Plug a mic <laughs> <I'll plug it. laughs> we're done um when he came out with the poopity scoop man i was just like i got the tweet from one of my co-workers and he was like can we just take out the last 30 seconds i'm like what is he talking about and it wasn't working on my phone but luckily i was able to like look at a screenshot from somebody's twitter uh, account And I heard this song and I was dying. I'm like, yo, he's fucking with us. Like, he, he, because he said right before that, yo, y'all about to hear the dopest bars ever. Like, y'all about to drop these bars. And then he went poopity scoop, doopity poopity scoop. Like, I was just like, I was just like, yo, like, he's really feeding into this whole, like, media, just like, this media monster, social media monster. So, regardless. You um, did the Trump Makes America uh, 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 Great Again. You know, we rocked the hat and, you, you know, know, people you know. had their, their feelings about that. People were in the feels for, for sure, for sure. But Tradice had called me that Thursday. You're <laughs> like, yo, we got to talk about this right now.
2: And I hadn't
0: even really, like, paid attention too much to it, but I got wind of it. And, you know, we kind of chimed into some things and we can get deeper into that, you know, but this is like more of the intro to, you know, just our thoughts. But um, even then, I'm still I'm still rocking with him, and I love him even more now after this interview because he kept on saying during the interviews like, "Yeah, we're not going to make this into a soundbite. Like this is too much for me to unpack for, for it to be a soundbite." Now I was thinking, I was like, soundbites, bites, like sound bites." I'm thinking like, you know, I am the Walt Disney. <laughs> you know, yeah. I am Walt Disney, Andy Warhol. I am, I am right. I'm Andy Warhol. I am a god. What I, I just told you, I am a god. You don't know nothing, Sway. Like yeah. all these sound bites we have of them. And we're calling him crazy Kanye, but like this was a different Kanye in the fact that you can tell he was really thinking about his responses. And to me, that was a sign of maturity. And it could have been a sign of the meds that he's on. We don't know. It could have been just, he was just being more strategic about it. Um, And I find that as one of the bigger, like um, the bigger things that I've been trying to stress. I'm like, don't pay attention to the fervor that people are, are 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 generating because of what he's saying, pay attention to just what he's saying, because it's leading to something. True. And lo and behold, we got the TI track, which was very, very enlightening in the fact that, you know, where he was with his conversation and his thoughts and how he was bouncing off a soundboard that was able to kind of be like, but wait, bro. Wait, but wait, like, people are upset about this. But he was like, yeah, but, we got to break free from that, like so. I just thought that that was. I thought everything leading up to this moment, even uh, up into this interview, because I found out about the interview today. I don't know when it was dropped, but um, I, I still, I still, I still love. I love Kanye even more now because I know that we're gonna get something beautiful. Hopefully sooner than later. Hopefully June first is the date, and he's not gonna push it back like another two, three, six months, whatever.
3: But I don't know if you guys like again. It's almost with Kanye this past couple weeks, couple months. It's like when a brother take two steps forward, he take two steps back. Did you see him on TMZ today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why didn't you send me the clip? Uh, Like, that again. So I just... The whole perspective perspective again. Because, to your point, he was on TMZ today like, wow, (laughs) wild. What what happened? Um,
1: Wait, wait. No, no, no. no. Before, did you watch the full 30 minutes?
3: No, I watched... I, I watched the part where... Again, you know, social media will talk about sound bites, and they got the part where he said that he's ashamed that slaves were slaves for four hundred years. We should have been slaves for four hundred years. Like we should have did more as black people. So that was one where I was like, all right, I got to hear that whole thing in context. I can't just get that sound bite. Yeah, behind. that shit sound crazy. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um,
1: Listen, right. I'm glad you said that because I so when I text you, um, that's what I was. I was watching the whole 30 minutes it's on youtube now
0: oh thank um, you that's for the conversation but you know, i thought whatever. you
1: saw it just came out like i just uh, literally this happened it, no it literally just came hour. out
0: like it, it was literally the LA came out. <laughs> he went to tmz LA um
1: yeah it literally just came out and i was like i was like oh this would be really cool to to, to, to talk about but it you know what i mean like it just literally just came out um yeah, that so the like I was saying, those three minutes t- and TMZ has a, has the snippets posted on their websites, and to me they do that on purpose because that you know I mean that captures you, that grasps you, that's like what is this fool saying? But somebody actually recorded the full thirty minutes that he was on there on on the and TMZ, uh, which is also noteworthy. All right, for so
0: for I'm I'm the audience right now because <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about explain explain like what exactly what was what was the snippet and then what was the 30 minutes
1: well jared you 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 tell them yeah and then I'll, let me see. I'll, i mean I i'll might, back you up i might can play it
3: let me see if i can play it or not it might not come up no it's too light it's too light but either way
1: i'll maybe, you want me to try
3: yeah you, you can report if you if you want to but I guess the, the biggest thing that I took away from it was, what was the gentleman that was talking to him? I forget his name. For Van, Van. Van. Yo, what he said was so on point. And, hey, like, once Cheney pulls it up, Gabe, like, you'll, you know, you'll hear it more. And He was talking oh. about how basically what Kanye West is saying, Kanye West is saying all these things which he could be legitimately right about his feelings towards Donald Trump and his feelings towards society, but motherfucker, you rich. What you deal with on an everyday basis is different than what I deal with on an everyday basis, and you are the voice of our culture, so when you say these things, it's almost like, bro, you forgot who you represent, because you got money now, and mm-hmm. that's what I took from it, because in a weird way, some of the shit Kanye West does say does come from which, you know, when him and Charlamagne weren't necessarily cool either, but Charlamagne would be like his rich nigga problems.
2: I don't have Fresh.
3: problems, I have regular old black dude problems, you know? So when regular old black dude issues are being affected by what Donald Trump does, when Kanye comes, who has rich nigga, brain, bro, bro, braindog, I got time for that shit. Like, you over here talking about slavery, the slaves should have revolted back, you're ashamed that we were slaves for 400 years? Are you fucking kidding me, bro? But he clarified it a little bit, but to even touch that in that manner was like, hey, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. Like, what you doing? Were you able to pull it up to these?
1: yeah hold on Kate, let me know if you can hear it
0: i don't think people necessarily understand can you hear it what yeah. happened last yeah. week with the great huh? yes, the yes. Great Again hat. what are you trying to do with the message you're sending
2: well it was really just my subconscious it was a feeling i had you know like people were taught how to think We're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. And uh, I felt a freedom. in first of all, just doing something that everybody tells you not to do. I just love Trump. That's my boy. Like, you know, it's like so many rappers. You look at a video of Snoop Dogg loving Trump. But then he get in the office, and I was <laughs> like, "Trump is one of rap's favorite people, now, right?"
3: But we we, we talk about yeah. this that before he was yeah. elected president, people yeah. in hip hop it was it was an in thing to put Donald Trump in your rhyme somewhere. Yeah. And by the way,
2: right. I am in hip hop, but I'm not just in hip hop. I'm a black person, a black community, but I'm not just that. I feel like one thing is people try to minimize me to artists, hip hop, uh, black community. Yeah, I'm always gonna represent that but also represent the world when you hear about slavery for 400 years for 400 years that sound like a choice yeah <laughs> like cool. you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all you know like it's like we're we're mentally in prison i like the word prison because slavery goes too to direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, holocaust, holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So Prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race, uh, that we're, one, we're, we're the human race. Do you feel that I'm feeling, do, do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? I, I actually I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now
0: is actually the absence of thought And the reason why I feel like that is because, Because Kanye, Kanye. you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real-world, real-life consequence behind everything that you just said. While you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed. I'm appalled. And brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed
2: into something, to me, that's not real. Bro, you gotta be responsible. Bro, I'm sorry. You you. you gotta be responsible. Okay, it goes off on
0: that. Yeah, that was... Bang bang bang!
1: <laughs>
0: so dramatic, so dramatic. TMZ. Oh my god! But I like I uh, was off the record
3: on that. That was like, bro, what are you
0: doing? No, I uh, I still love him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's some rich nigga thinking. I mean, and you got mixed kids now, so like, that's so that's where you got the one the one race. I I get I get it. I do get it. I understand. I don't agree. I understand, but I do not agree. Exactly. Um, um, oh. okay, go ahead.
1: So, so there was, so just, and and you're still probably going to disagree, but there is a little bit more context to that. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit more dialogue that the, the two were having. And mm-hmm. then that Lady Candid, what they don't show you is that Lady Candace Owens was there too.
0: Word? Talking,
1: so it was Kanye, Candace Owens, and Van having a conversation. Van the with
3: the locks. No, uh, that, no.
1: Van is oh, he was there, but Van oh, okay. is the um, the the other dude with the skin type fade. Um, I mean,
0: yeah, okay. I know you talk about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, um, yeah. When you guys get a chance, definitely, um. It's full thirty minutes mm-hmm. of, of what was the
0: complete context of the conversation? Well, so what was
1: it? so the full context was they were, um, and this Jared. This speaks to what you were you were talking about. Is like you know what I mean? The like you can appreciate the free thought process, but you don't necessarily have to agree. So he with that snippet, you know, he's he's like you know what I mean? Slavery um you know what i mean for 400 years you know he, he's like black people need to get out of this slave mentality he's like let's be present you know let's let's be present let's get out of it its slavery is done and over with um and then van just like kind of disagreed with him um because and then they were they were going back and forth on that he loses his point.
3: Because that's
1: one thing that I can sit there and get
3: behind when well, you just said Trini's makes sense. But then to say slavery was a choice, like come on, y'all been here four hundred years. It's like what the fuck? Like how the yeah, fuck and, here, bro? Like you right, wild,
0: right, right. But and, for some for some people, like they understood that choice and they chose not to be a part of it, which is why you have the Underground Railroad and you have. Um, uh, the city in Colombia, Palenque, where the dude was kidnapped from his village and he was a prince. And he was like, no, I know what this shit is. I'm not about this life. And he revolted and freed other slaves in Colombia. And now they have this town that resembles a village in Africa. But they they, they are in they're in Colombia, South America. So to, for some people, they saw it as a choice and they opted out of it. Sure. So I can kind of, that's why I say I understand. I don't agree. Because for the Americans, like we're talking South America, which is you know, you know, we do know that a lot of slaves, for the transatlantic slaves, went to the Caribbean islands in South America. But the ones that are the predominant voice in the world are the ones that are in America. And for a lot of them, they accepted some of the the the, the atrocities. Some of them didn't, though. Um, you got your Harriet Tubmans, you got your Nat Turners, and you got you know, uh, uh, you know, Dred Scott, and so on and so forth. So. You know, I think, uh it's, but I, I can't, the way it is, it, it's, it, it, the reason why we have systemic racism is because of slavery. Like, yeah. you, you just can't turn it off and then expect to go into Google and not have, you know, white dudes come up to you and give you a weird-ass handshake. You're like, bro, what? <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're, they're, like, down with the culture and shit like that. Like, you ain't invited to the barbecue, bro. You ain't invited to the cookout. Like, get out of here with this handshake, you know? Yeah, it's. It's, it's so much it's very complex it,
1: it was yeah it was it was an interesting dialogue too but it's one that you know what i mean i personally think that needed to be had and we do need like you know what i mean like i think van that dude van he's very smart um there needs to be more dialogue like that and just like like i said like um to me um Kanye, he speaks off of like that was, it looks crazy, right? He's standing up and he's yelling at everybody in the newsroom and t- t- he said TMZ. He, you
3: missed the part where he said he got liposuction.
1: Oh yeah, this,
3: that's, so that, yeah. Oh my god.
1: So that's a so that's another that's another what? clip.
0: Um, <laughs> y'all can't be telling me this without context, bro. Yeah. He said yeah. he got liposuction for his
3: wedding because he ain't want people calling him fat like Rob. But he was dead ass. It wasn't like also joking. But no no but what,
1: what? That, nigga
2: what? Chunky,
0: fuck, oh, that nigga chunky like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but fucked him up.
1: <laughs> but we laugh, right? But it, he's it's very true. Like Rob went through a depression, Rob Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. He went through a depression because like Man. <laughs> even, even, mad, even dudes like you know what I mean. Women get it the worst. You know what I mean, like
3: yeah. We, we man, we're insecure too. I think men are way more insecure than women. But I'm right. saying you ain't got to go on TMZ and t- nobody asked you that, bro. Like right, bro.
0: you volunteered that information. <laughs> you
3: volunteered that information on TMZ for the rest ah, of the world. Ah, and ah, you ah, got liposuction because you were your weight.
0: Like that's gonna be a soundbite.
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they like they—they they already killed him on the internet too, yo. Like between like 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg, yo, they going in on that one because uh,
0: I haven't gone to Twitter all day.
3: It's like, why are you? Why did you say that? Like you didn't uh-huh. have to say that. That has nothing to do with your point right now. That has nothing to do with again the music. I mean, yeah. I don't like to marginalize anybody, especially not Kanye. because I think he's so great in so many different areas, but. Yeah to a lot of people's point, which I go, all right, you making kind of sense. He only showed the fuck up when his music out. Like right. you're getting ready to have a, uh, a rollout for your album. Here comes this shit. Where are you when you don't have nothing to you yeah. this is you all day. Yeah. But like he said on the Charlamagne interview, he said he ain't have nothing to talk about. Like he felt like he didn't have nothing to say. Now all, all right. of a sudden before your album come out, we getting tweets, we getting you on T M V, we getting you with MAGA hats on, you with Candace all right. Owens, like all right. bruh, don't don't show out for the, you know
0: for the team. That's a kick
3: it like that, bro. Like we we love you, yeah. We love well, you.
0: did you guys hear the um TI interview with Ebro? Uh, no, I
3: didn't. I saw that. No, I,
1: it I it. saw it. That's another okay. 49 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he will be on
3: uh, the yes. Bucks club tomorrow.
0: Okay. Who is TI? Yeah. Oh, he's making the rounds. Um, so th- that just happened to be the autoplay video after I was done watching the um the the Kanye interview with Charlemagne. And it the in, the interview ended abruptly. I, I was confused because I was like, okay, is it now like another clip? Because you know how they kind of switch locations in the interview. So I was like, is this what happened? But it was Ti, and basically they were kind of grilling him. They was like, yo, like what happened? How this record come about? And he gave him the whole story. But basically, the one thing that he said that I was like, okay, I can see that. He was like, he was like, yo, honestly, he said two things. He said, honestly. Kanye is just happy to talk to people you could genuinely tell he's just happy to talk to people and the fact that I was there to kind of be a soundboard to be like but bro you got to remember like you know we're there's people that are affected by the choices that you're, you're the people that you're aligning yourself with and they're thinking about you in a certain way because of this and he could tell that Kanye was like processing the information and then he also said that and it was kind of funny. He kind of made a couple of jokes. He made a lot of jokes, but um, he said that like he didn't care what Kim thought. Like he does, he does care what Kim thought, but like, like he, he got- when when he mentioned, like, was like, "Yo," but like how are your fa- fans going to look at this? He he can he could tell that Kanye had kind of stopped and he changed his demeanor, and he was really paying attention, and he really cares what his fans think. And sometimes I don't think that he 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 takes that into account. Like he said, he talked about his talk, him talking for his subconscious, and T.I. said that one of his sons is studying psychology, so he's like, okay, I've heard about this. I know my son is studying subconscious psychology and hypnotism, and he says that, you know, sometimes the subconscious, when, when, he, when he's talking about it, things coming from his subconscious, T.I. was like, how am I going to tell that man that that's not valid? Because he was basically saying, like, how am I going to tell a man that what moves him in his spirit is wrong and he shouldn't act in that way? And yeah. I was just like, that's, that's true. Like when people come wow. to you and they talk about from this from this space that like nobody can touch is intangible, but they feel very adamantly about it. Who are you to negate that? And so like I feel like Kanye kind of does that a lot. And kind of like what you said, Trineish in the beginning that like, you know unfortunately, you know it doesn't come out the best way and that's kind of what Ebro tried to take it and try to make it sound like he's he's thinking and not speaking. And T, yeah, I was like, whoa, I didn't say that. Joe, sure, I didn't say that. what I said was is that it's coming from a subconscious. And sometimes he needs, he basically said that he needs the Obama translator, like from the Key and Peel spit. He's like, he needs that because some, he's he's very, the, the perplexing way of his thoughts don't come out the best way. And the best way I can say that is Kanye has been saying the same thing over and over, over and over for years, for years, since 2005, 2004, even through his music and in personal just interviews. But Jesse Jesse Williams said the same thing at the BET Awards that summer, sixteen. And, like, the internet, black internet, black Twitter, black everybody loved it. But Kanye has been saying the same thing.
1: And mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. he was just very eloquent about it. And that's when I was like, okay, that's where I got what he was saying. Like, he needs that translator. Maybe that translator could be Jesse Owens. Maybe it could be Key. Maybe it could be Peel. I don't know. Maybe it could be, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, like, he he does need that person to kind of, like, filter those thoughts sometimes. Because the way that people receive it, if they're hypersensitive people, as he kept on saying it, they're going to have these hypersensitive reactions. So, so I had a question based off of uh, what, you know, Kanye West
3: is pretty much going through and us being all fans of him. Um, I've been asking people all week, from a perspective of separating the art from the artist, do you feel like there's something that an artist can do that you love, that you admire, that you respect, that just because personally, their personal views or their personal actions make you go, I no longer want to fuck with the art. Because people are like, are oh, you still going to support him? You're still going to buy the Yeezys? You're still going to listen to the album when it comes out? Like, y'all still going to support all Kanye's fuck shit? And my thing is, you know, some of the stuff that he says and he spews out can be viewed as fuck shit, but as an artist, it's just the bomb, you know? Mm. But is there a limit to that? Is there a limit to saying, yes, your art is amazing, but what you represent from what I know from your personal life, is that something that you can see yourself saying? you know what I can't fuck with the art no more because of what you said or what you've done
1: um i'll 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 take this one and um if Gabe if you don't mind no, um sure. I struggle with that um now with the current um mute r Kelly hashtag um huge r Kelly fan. I grew up on him. (laughs) You grew Um, up on it. (laughs) I was singing half on a baby when probably at an age when I wasn't even supposed to. Um, Singing bump and grind lyrics and stuff like that. Um, He did so much for music. However, if you play those same lyrics and you think about the allegations. You dirty motherfucker. With, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <you nasty>
0: motherfucker. <laughs>
1: with um yeah, with 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 girls, young girls like
0: young ass Aaliyah. Um, and,
1: <laughs> and fifteen, you know, the, the the sex cult and stuff like that. Like she came up with song AJ
0: number number. I was like, oh what? it
1: it it comes yeah. out weird now.
0: And R. Kelly wrote that
3: shit. That's the yeah. that yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It comes it comes weird and so like you know what I mean I think about like like back in the day it was cool and singing it but you can't unknow what you know right. well yeah like you, you can't it's like oh like I don't know it kind of diminished the kind of like I don't listen with the same ear does that make sense to you
3: absolutely yeah of course
1: I don't yeah, I don't make
0: that's a great I example, don't listen actually.
1: Yeah, I don't listen with the same ear as that because I'm, I'm thinking that he's talking about, you know, his Fucking sex life. Yeah.
3: I I challenge hey, that when you hey, listen to efficient. Step in the Name of Love," I guarantee you, you still two-stepping to Step in the Name of Love." Cheney.
0: That's different though. That's that's, that's <laughs> why that's <different.
1: laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's a alright you yeah. All right, y'all stop.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? Or <laughs> even some brown that, juice. Yeah. Huh? I said with some brown juice at a what? wedding.
2: What? Absolutely. Go to
0: the DJ. Say DJ. That's, Come on, right. y'all. Don't dance this, like Imagine man. Imagine like, <laughs> that's a, a two step. you could be smooth as fuck, or you could be killing on the floor. You get that old head in there, just be like, <laughs> just walking it out. But um, that cool. I was gonna. I was gonna say like the only thing that could keep me from fucking with like fucking with Kanye anymore was if he was caught fucking kids. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, like this whole time you were talking about Heartbreak,
2: Heartbreak
0: Hotel. Like you was talking about fucking that 12 year old girl, boy. Like, but like, other than that, like, he's just, he, he said in the interview, he's like, I'm not perfect. Like, my goal is to show people that it's okay being imperfect. Rough, yeah. you know, that's a rough summation. But like, and, and, you know, it's unfortunate that like he's trying to break this this illusion the simulate he kept on using the word simulation i'm like okay i gotta i gotta look into this whole um uh, everybody's talking about the simulation breaking the simulation i'm like i gotta i gotta look a little bit more into this um oh, but like he's, Gabriel. he's basically saying that like i gotta break the simulation of how we kind of hold these these people in these high regards as if they're perfect but then when you do something imperfect you get you get stigmatized and like I feel them on that. Like you are a human. You are allowed to make mistakes. And when you do, like, you know, you could take Bill Cosby, you could take uh freaking uh uh what's my boy's name? Harvey Weinstein, you could take um uh Kevin Spacey, like now all of a sudden like they're like less than like no, they were human all the time. Like Tom Hanks probably has some fucked up shit that he did, but like not people aren't talking about it because he probably got a team who's just like, you know, got that hush money on deck, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? So Every man, wow. Jill Scott said, every man has prolifices that you know
3: that they have that the world probably would be shocked about that we just it's not public knowledge. Again, like if anybody could look at my porn herb search engine, they'd be like, Jared, what god, of, damn. god damn tentacle porn Jared
0: again? Like straight up, cool. like if you talk to any of my ex girlfriends, they probably tell you some shit that I probably wouldn't want them to tell you. <laughs> like I think of like Amber Rose when she was, <laughs> when, remember when she tweeted about um, well, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, she like, "Oh, you missed the two fingers in your booty, boo." I'm yeah, like, yo,
3: just, she had to do that, Damn. like that. Where again, we all have issues, but when it gets brought to the forefront, do we separate the art from the artist? And I think. For me personally, because, again, I have a weird threshold where I can almost understand anything. I'm like, nah, I fuck with the music. I'm rocking with it. But, you know, I was saying it's when it's personal to you, that's when it's the issue. You know, you look at the whole Me Too movement where you'll get somebody that like right now. I mean, I see what it is. I think it's fucked up. But, you know, it's not really as important to me as it would be to a woman that was raped before and have went through that. So she's like, right. you know, like, you know what I mean? It has to stop, or vice versa. Like someone who was molested as a kid by an older person, when they say they don't want to listen to R. Kelly no more, they're like, no, fuck R. Kelly, I'm never listening to it again. So I think when you have that energy behind that uh, crime that the artist done, it's easier that way. But I feel like when we don't identify with it directly, we're like, eh, I can't fuck with it. I.e., when Kanye said George Bush don't like black people, we identified with it in a positive. We had, oh, yeah, but I'm still, yeah, you're right, yay. Yeah. I wouldn't have said it on TV, but you're right. Right. When he right. said he down with uh, Donald Trump, now we like, oh, I can't get jingle with this shit. We got to cut
0: him off. But He's now can, we, can we unpack Donald Trump a little bit, Trenice?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, go ahead. You, you You really, you have more fire than I do. Hit us with that fire.
1: <sighs> um, it's, I don't
2: know.
1: It's so, okay. Donald Trump wasn't supposed so, to win. Right. Donald Trump. So, oh, I don't even know how to break this down. Like, how Let's deep do simple. we want to? Okay. Keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. So. I think That. What we are witnessing here, with the the Trumpers versus the non-Trumpers, is we're witnessing.
2: Oh,
1: what can I, what's what can I say?
0: Infighting. That
1: we're witnessing elite infighting between those who control the world. Who has control, power, and control? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Donald Trump, well, let me say it this, take my opinion out of it. What has been shared with me is that Donald Trump is. When and what I think Kanye likes about them is the backlash because we have two, all right, we everybody knows you have two presidential candidates for as long as you can remember. We've had the Democrats and we have the Republicans, and you only had a choice between the two, which is a rarity
0: Um, amongst international politics. Like, we're the only country that does that, by the way. Every other country has like multiple party systems, and you like it's whoever votes for who they do percentages and then they rank them and then they there's another vote like we're the only ones that do it the way we do it fyi
1: yeah and and so it it's designed that way right um and people talk about bipartisanship and all this other stuff there is no bipartisanship there is just a select few of people who make these make these policies, make these laws, make these regulations, and they sign them into law and then questions get asked later. Um, so what I think that they did not realize with that, well, let me rewind it with, go back to from George Bush Sr. to Bill Clinton, to George Bush Jr, um, we had, every eight years, we had like this crazy up and down, right? And then comes Obama. And then Obama, we needed this change so bad. Like we we were on the brink of just like chaos and collapse, right? And so it's like, what do we have? What do we need? to restore the faith in the people cuz people are getting tired restless we are going to put up this guy this 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 Chicago young Chicago vibrant charismatic man Barack Obama from Chicago half white half Kenyan he is going to be our saving grace he is going to speak so well. He's, like Kanye was saying, he's like, he was almost too perfect. perfect. All right. He was almost too perfect. And he captivated us all with these amazing speeches and uniting us all with talking about what was his campaign run on? Change. It was ran on change. Well, what happened was... And I read this in the the Hillbilly Elegy, uh, a very good book. Um, if people want to really? Really try to understand the Donald Trump voter um, and why they why they why their views are so different, um, what we what happened was he ran on this campaign about change, but nothing really had changed. If you really if it, if and black right. like, people could ridicule me any you know what I mean, I could take it um but think about like real change. nothing really changed that much with that's unfair though under no yeah. no 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 I'm not saying
0: <laughs> I'm not
1: saying i'm not I'm not saying that
0: well, wait though <laughs>
1: Barack barack was was supposed to change it all, change the whole system and we were supposed to live into this utopian. I wasn't saying that, but if you just going back to what I was originally trying to say was that the middle, the lower middle class to lower middle class somehow we always get the shit end of the stick. And so when Donald Trump ran his campaign with, with the help of, you know, Cambridge analytics and Facebook, they were, they were running their campaign because people were like, I'm still suffering. I've still, oh, thousands of, with all this debt relief stuff, I'm still in a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I've seen my job shift off to then. I'm I'm speaking as if I was a Donald Trump voter. I've seen my job being shipped from overseas to China. Um, You know, gas prices, everything is just going up and up and up. Obamacare, I've got to pay for this. I've got to pay for that. I can't get the, the care that I needed. And so Donald Trump and his campaign manager ran off of that and they catered. What did they do? They catered to fear to of these mostly poor um, a lower class um, people who were like, he's like, Obama didn't do shit for you. I'm going to do shit for you. He ran off. He, he ran off their fear and their ignorance And he's like, it's the Mexicans, they're coming over and they're taking over your all of your jobs and stuff like that. And so what I think that
0: can I I jump mm -hmm. in? Yeah, I I talked about the immigration policy with my students. And what I told them was that more people were uh, were, uh, deported out of the country um, during Obama's administration than than any other administration. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people talk about that, but they don't get so. the narrative of a Democrat. Right, right exactly. But go ahead, continue, Trini. I'm sorry.
1: Um, no, 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 and and that's a that's a that's a, a really good point because what what I think the elite didn't see coming, right, was one you didn't have the strongest woman. Hillary and Bill have a very very bad reputations and yeah and if they were going to put anybody against donald trump i don't know if um hillary would have been like she's she's not very well liked um and i remember in that the the documentary of the 13th on um uh, uh, 13th amendment on netflix uh, where they where they talk about super pre- the, the, the laws that were signed under the bill of administ- uh, uh, the Clinton administration, um, where they sent black, a lot of black men to jail for the most stupidest crimes. 20, 10, 20 years of their life taken away from their families.
0: Black, uh, black life sentences and shit like that.
1: For, for, for for drugs not even killing somebody not even rape um so the public already doesn't trust the Clinton administration and then you have Donald Trump running his campaigns on their fear again because we operate in the space of fear and love um he catered to them and he's like I'm the solution and he he, they're like he talks like us you know he curses like us he's one of us Donald Trump is relating to the lower middle to lower middle class and he's like we're not going to take this shit we're going to build a wall and they're like yeah we're going to build this you're going to take back all these jobs that nobody else wants to do but of course the Mexicans want to do that it was just like pure ignorance and I think the elite or the powers that be didn't calculate how pissed off and how much suffering or, you know you know what I mean? How much, and I'm, I'm not trying to invalidate anybody's suffering. Um, they didn't account for how much the rural lower middle class was made up, how much, how big of an impact they would have. And so here you have these two, and Donald Trump is a Knights Templar, here you have these two elite candidates, Republican and Democrat, and nobody honestly saw, that's why you kept hearing these, they they used the Billy Bush uh, soundbite. They thought that was gonna rock him. They thought that was gonna that was. I, I, even I thought. I thought. Oh yeah. There's there's no way that this guy is going to uh, win this campaign. Hashtag and so, grab women by the pussy. <laughs> like two months before the uh, the, the D day election day, the sound bite comes out.
0: But then and after that, dusty emails came out. That fucked Hillary.
1: Yeah, and then that the, yeah that screwed up Hillary. Even though she was vindicated for that, she was uh, she was you know what I mean. They the FBI didn't file charges or anything like that. She still lost, and so elites like oh shit, and Donald Trump again. He's no I'm I'm in no way defending this, but defending him or a supporter of his policies but he's like the way that you've guys been doing this and 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 i'm when i say you guys i'm talking about you know the other powers that be he's like this is not how you do this you don't paint a pretty picture you got to get in and you got to ruffle motherfuckers up and what we are witnessing is infighting between the elites and that's what looks
0: like chaos to the outside
1: right right and so if you if people just take a step back and they just think for a moment and you think about like the disdain the media has every tweet every uh, um video speech appearance with donald trump and, and now they're attacking his wife you know melania and the cheating, and Stormy Daniels, like, I I don't know, we don't know when that affair happened with Stormy Daniels, and I say all that to say is that when have you guys, honestly, when have people have ever thought that media was reporting the right news, and wasn't trying to get sway public opinion towards something, when has the media have has ever had your best interests, black and white. They have Mm. never had our best interests. They have always given us depressing, depressing, depressing economy, economy, this bull, this is that, and just kept us in this fear-based, scared, ignorant mode. And so I uh, then asked, began to ask myself why, why is Donald Trump being a techie any news meet, um any news outlet, any news outlet, especially NBC, mm-hmm. why are they because you know NBC edited those um uh, those uh, Trayvon Martin tapes? So they're not their their credibility is shot with me. Mm-hmm. Um so it just it begs the question of okay if the media wants me to hate Donald Trump so much because of the Stormy Daniels things because he grabs, he doesn't respect women and they're just, exp- his relationship with his wife and all that, this his other... daughter
0: shit. That shit is weird, yo. That shit is
2: weird.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, the way be Vanky, yo, that shit is weird, bro. Like, y'all yes. know, really, though?
1: I mean, well, thank God he's not like Angelina Jolie, like making out with, oh, yeah, you know, her brother and stuff like that. That was I, I couldn't understand that, but, um, it just begs the question of where is this hatred coming from?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where is this disdain from him? What are we, Trump? What about you know what I mean? Why are they trying to sway our public opinion what's going it just begs the question what else is going on over here that I don't know where I need to just hop on the Donald Trump hate train and like I said like me and way my mind works when everybody goes right I go left and I'm like you know how like when (laughs) you in a movie scene somebody pulls the fire alarm and everybody goes running and I'm like, I'm like that person who's just like, y'all didn't see that mother, <laughs> y'all didn't just see that fool. <laughs> I don't know why my eye catches that, but y'all didn't see that fool just pull that fire alarm. Like it's there's no real fire. Um, I don't know, so I don't know. I'll, I'll get off my 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 soapbox, but I think that's kind of where Candace Owens. And and um, Kanye, we're talking about it's like if y'all really just take a step back and not allow somebody else to say, "Oh, Donald Trump said this." Now, granted, I cannot get behind that guy, especially especially after he's. Well, let me catch myself. It was reported that he said that Haiti was a shithole. I, kn- I didn't hear him say that, but I read online that right. he said Haiti was a shithole country. I 100% cannot, if he did say that, I 100% cannot get behind that. I think that's very disgusting if he did say that. Um, but again, the news has been caught in a couple lies. Um, right to sway public opinions so i think you know what i mean to demonize candace owens and and kanye kanye is just saying i like the way that candace owens thinks because she questions everything
0: right
1: and um you know what i mean like if you are a donald if you're black and you're a donald trump supporter you are like you are like the pits you are like the the bottom of the barrel like you are just like people are just disgusted with you look at um what's her name uh uh chrisette michelle she sang that as inauguration she said that she got death threats death and, threats
0: and by own people is because he kind of like and, and and that's why i'm like i love kanye because he opened my mind to like okay Well, just because you are a black Democrat or a black Republican doesn't necessarily mean that you're an evil person. Like, you have your views and you're allowed to align yourself with that. The fact that he chose to do that, I think, is an intelligent decision because he's trying to showcase, he's actually putting into action the free-thinking, freedom of thought motif that he's been spitting lately. He's always been a freedom of thought type of guy. He's always been from the pink polos to the Louis Vuitton book bag to having that rat tail little haircut um, back when he did the 808s and heartbreaks and wanting to be a part of fashion, having the uh, the Nike deal then eventually getting the Adidas deal. He's always been the type of person where he's like, yo, my thoughts, you can't limit my thoughts. And the fact that he's, a, that's, why he, that's why I'm like, okay, the MAGA hat, I get it, but, you know, he had mentioned, uh, T.I. had mentioned that him Using the MAGA hat, and I think he talked about it in the song Ye versus the People that he's trying to use the MAGA hat and trying to change it from what it was before, just like we tr- took the N word and we turned it into something else. Um, and they, you know, Ebro asked him about that. He's like, Yo, bro, like, no, the N word, we can't say the N word on the radio. T. I was like, Well, hit up, but he's like, Hold up, that's bureaucracy. He's like, But you know what happens behind closed doors. He's like, Yeah, but then he used another example, he's like, But yeah, we can't smoke um t i was like yeah you we can't smoke at the radio station but people come high and it was like yeah we can't drink in the radio station and t i laughed like okay but you know so like you know that that's kind of like the, he, and he was saying he was like he said something what you said Trinis early he was like i do believe that he has a genius level of mind and we don't know what he's going to do but he felt that we should protect kanye at all costs He said we put in too much time too much effort from college to Jesus to like you know he's like we need to protect him he's like the black delegation would not give him up he's like who we gonna get for him Elton John we don't want fucking Elton John we want Kanye he's like no we put too much time into him and he said because of his care for his fans and wanting them to understand where he's coming from he felt that that was genuine and he said because of that he's like "I, I gotta rock with this dude he's like he may not agree and then I thought that I was very mature and very just like open minded for T.I. to say, but he was just like, I don't agree with what you say, but I do understand and I do still want to be by your side. He's right. like, but I don't have to agree, but I want to be that person that's going to question, you know, why you're thinking. And He said that Kanye had appreciated that. So the right. fact that Kanye aligned himself with Trump, I liked it because I'm like, OK, well, he knows something about Trump, one he feels like that could be a resource because he does, he's dead ass serious about running for president. T I mentioned that he's like, yo, just to let you guys know, like he's dead serious about running for president. It's like, how could you tell? He's like, yo, just like the way that he talked about it. He only talked about it a couple of times, but you could tell that he's serious. And the fact mm-hmm. that he's aligning himself with Trump, I think it's part of that. And also, I think it's also part of the fact that, you know, he's part of, he, he's really believing that he has this freedom of thought. He's a free thinker and he, you can't tell him, who to align himself with, regardless of what that person endorses. He doesn't have to agree with them in all their policies, but he may agree with the whole movement. And even, um, didn't it, was it the clip you just played for me about, you know, how Donald yeah. Trump used to be in, 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 in hip-hop music? Like, I remember Mac Miller had a song called Donald Trump. It's like, I'm trying to be like Donald Trump, bitch, trying to take over the world. Like, Donald Trump has always been a, fi- a fixation in American hip-hop, especially in New York, you know, so...
1: There's pictures of Diddy used to hang out with him and stuff
0: like that. I believe it. And they probably just bag bitches together. Like, you know, because Donald Trump's like that type of dude. Like, yeah, let's get these bitches real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Take them back to the towers. Come on, Diddy. Come on, Sean. Come on, Puffy. (laughs) You know? But I don't know. What do you think, Jared? You still there? Possum? I think we might have lost him. Oh, it says connect it. Yeah. Oh Jared. Jared napping. (laughs) All right, folks. Well listen. We have talked some good stuff about Kanye, you know. Definitely want to know what you folk, people think. Chime in. in any way that you see fit. You can hit us up on the socials. Uh Trainezi's at Hair Unspotted, H-E-R-U-N-S-P-O-T-T-E-D. I'm at Freshly Snipes, F-R-3-S-H-L-Y-S-N-I-P-E-S. And you can catch my man Possum on the gram at Possum underscore Aloysius, underscore Jenkins, underscore 3RD. This is the Woke Fast Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you guys at a later date. Love you. Stay peaceful and increase those positive vibes. Deuces. Deez nuts. Oh, thank you.